You are listening to Trophy Horse with your host, Tricky Mick, Alex, I yield to no one, Steve, and Sid. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Trophy Wars. This is episode 452. I'm your host, Tricky Mick. Alongside with me, the man, the myth, the legend. It's Alex. I realize at this point it's tradition to go to me next, but there are better, more important people to introduce, sir, than me. Uh, I, I would I would severely beg to differ on that, sir. You, you spoiled the surprise on Facebook. I, I did, because it's not like it's a real big surprise, you know. What what is what is our uh, or one of our mottos here? Our credos: no spoilers. <laughs> but is he really a spoiler though? Donnie, how do you feel about it? Are you a spoiler? I am spoiled, but I don't know if I'm a spoiler. Are you saying like spoiled rotten, Donnie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. According to Triggy, I am because I'm a full blown Donnie. Yeah, tonight. You, you definitely got in full Donnie mode so far. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I don't know a... That's one of the things I can tell you about podcasting with Donnie is that this is the way... I've never seen Donnie like... Like, this is how he always is. Like, whether he's... Like, regardless of what mood he's in, like, you never see Donnie different. He's just always the same way, at least when he's been recording with us. Can't bring... So there's... Can't bring real life to work. There's, there's no full Donnie mode, it's just Donnie. That's the way it is. That's what I thought it was, but Tricky called it a mode. <laughs> it's just it's just been so long it's just been so long since you uh you recorded with us that he just doesn't remember how it is. He's forgetful in his old age. No no no. I, it's not that I forgot because of my old age. I've actively tried to forget how it was. Oh. So you repress it. You oh. consciously repress I, it. I do suppress it. Oh my goodness, man. It's all good. I still love you no matter what. I still love you too, Donnie. Uh, I, you know, I was actually trying to remember uh, how we used to introduce you on the show because last time you were on the show, I forgot how we introduced you. I remember I Troy. It was it was a goat involved in it. No, negative. Uh, the, the greatest of all time, Donnie. <laughs> I, I could have sworn I heard goat somewhere, or at least the sound of a goat. That's a sound bite. Maybe the sound of a jackass. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because we used to introduce, we used to introduce. That was a tongue twister. Uh, Troy is the trophy horse killer. Then we, then we, uh, we, we changed it to the, the killer turned whore. But I can't remember yours, Donnie. Damn. Damn. So I believe long. it was Donnie. It wasn't just Donnie. No, I, I had some kind of <laughs> mocking for you. Maybe it was just the idiot. I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's go into our updated trophy count. I am level 597 total trophies of... Actually, I didn't update these, so I don't know if these are accurate. 13,279 uh, with 244 Platinums. Alex? I have gone a whole heck of a lot of nowhere in the past week. I'm level 438, 7,071 total trophies, and a Platinum count of 107 in 106 games. My percentage actually tied to that 438 is still 0%. So I had to do a double take because I thought for some reason maybe they forgot my information, but I realized that since the update, I haven't earned a damn trophy. 
Uh, yield is level 432, total choice of 6,825, with 112 platinums. Sid is level 509, total trophies of 9,927, with 171 platinums. And Donnie? I am level 439, trophy count is 07797, plat. Well, hold on, negative about 100 trophies. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> now I remember why I get rid of Donnie. <laughs> Plat count, 107, negative 1. All right, so Donnie... So essentially, wait, Donnie and I are tied for Platinums? Well, well no, but, no, no, you're, you're actually one ahead Technically, of yeah. Actually, yeah, technically, because you both have taken the Platinum off. <laughs> okay, well, hold on. Did anyone notice what Donnie did to me there? I'm 438, he's 439. He just prices right at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Dottie, you, uh, I, I don't know if you talked about this, but how do you feel about this whole trophy new level, new level bullshit? Um, crap, mate. Refresh my memory. I, when I heard it, I, I did have something to say, but I forgot to. Uh, I was at work, so I forgot to like send it in and on the on the page. But refresh me a little bit. Well, everybody was stuck at level uh, one hundred, and now with the PlayStation Five came out, they've uh, adjusted. How the your trophies are calculated? So everybody that was like level forty three jumped up to like four hundred and thirty nine, like you did. And instead of just saying okay, everybody can go above a hundred now, they artificially inflated everybody's numbers uh, levels. But didn't they cap it again at nine hundred ninety nine? <laughs> yeah. So like, so anyone who was already capped before is capped again. So right. basically, basically what they did was they. They they forced everybody to become chumps. Well, <laughs> that's the normal. No, what they now. did, Donnie, is they 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 graciously increased all of our e penises. Yeah, they forced everybody. That's everybody's our chumps now because that's the normalcy. Everybody are chumping their way through trophies throughout their whole history of trophies well, on the I, station three. So now it's the normalcy now. So well, everybody see, gets to be a chump. <laughs> See the the I, I noticed actually what happened is they basically took your number and multiplied it by ten. So if you go back to my 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 old level right now would be uh, level fifty nine and I'm at seventy percent. Donnie would be fo- level forty three with at ninety percent. They just basically took the period out and threw it up there. So like your level, if you just divide it by ten, that's your actual old trophy level. But again, yeah, it's still BS because, like, again, it takes away of the people who actually do like the whole, you know, sense of earning the the trophy, and it takes away that sense now. It did, it doesn't matter anymore. I, I see. I I just don't like it because I just feel like they should have kept the old level and just mm-hmm. added nine hundred ninety or eight hundred ninety nine other levels to have people earn. Because people like CJ, who was already level 100, is already level 999. So, like, what, what's the point? Like, he was capped out before, and now he's capped out again, like Alex said. It, it just yeah. didn't make sense to me. Yeah. It, what's the whole, what was the whole purpose or p- petition, Crybaby Gamer letter people had to sign for this to happen anyway? Like, what's I, the whole point of this? I, I don't think anybody asked for it. I think Sony just arbitrarily did it. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> let's go get into what we're playing. Alex, what have you been playing, sir? Well, it is the Haunted Hallows. 
in Rocket League, and we're we're currently 44 day with 44 days left in the Rocket Pass. I'm still plugging away in Rocket League as usual. We do our Thursday night uh, get-togethers on Twitch with Homer and Yield. Levi was there this past week. Tricky was there uh, in spirit. Well, he was there. He just wasn't playing. I was there. But, I was there uh, yeah, you mostly guys. Rocket League on the PlayStation. Uh, the new DLC for Pokemon Sword and Shield came out. The Crown Tundra. So I've been playing that on the Switch. But uh, that's about it. And Donnie? I've been playing... Well, I tried out that Need for Speed from, uh, for that Plus thing, and I'm, I'm not really feeling the controls on that one, so I'll get back to that later, because I've been wanting to play a car game, but I guess that's Well, Donnie, do you prefer... Is it more simulation style? Or no, Need for Speed's more arcade style, right? Yeah, Need for Speed is arcade-ish, but for some reason, it just... It, it it just I don't know it just controls different like it controls like it was ported over from like a older version of something. Is there any way to change? Like, is it a sensitivity issue? Could you change the sensitivity of the controls like in the in the in game menu? Yeah, I'm quite sure you can, but I don't care about going through all those configurations. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm not trying to do rock and science here when I'm trying to speed away from the cops. <laughs> Oh man, but I've been putting more time into Vampire. Um, that game is uh, it's slow, but for some reason, it's it's the like the latest new thing that I have to play right now. So I'm going, I'm going with it. Uh, oh, besides um, Stints, Master of Shadows, that one just too slow. So. That's why I ain't put that much time in that one. That one is just too slow for it to be kind of a action type game. Well, Don- Donnie, if the if you're saying that's what you have to play right now, is there a game that you're eyeing that you really, really want to play? Hey. Well, a lot of them come from the the new generation now. So that Spider Man and all that stuff, the Ratchet and Clank. So, but nothing. Nothing I'm eyeballing right now. You're kind of like me. I played Last of Us Part Two and Ghost of Tsushima, and then it's like, all right, Sony, yeah, that's what you got for me this year. I'm gonna go do other things. Y- yeah, yeah. Uh, also, been playing uh, some some uh, Ma- Mafia Three. I recommend that for a lot of us black folks who wanna uh, black gamers who wanna release some yeah. stuff. Here we go. <laughs> hey, I'm here to help too, man. That's what the whole show is a whole all about. I all I said was here we go. That's all I said. <laughs> See, your mindset is already See, there. Tr- Tricky says here we go, but he knows exactly what he's getting into when he invites Donnie to come on the show. I'm like, I do. I'm just trying to help out people. We're gamers helping out for other gamers. This is a time of need right now, and I think we need some Mafia Three in our lives. <laughs> Donnie, Donnie, is this you played Ma- the Mafia games before, right? Because I remember you talking about them on the show, or did I just make that up in my head? Uh, I have. I-, I talked about. I played the first one, and I didn't care for the gameplay of the first one. No, I played the first two. I didn't care for the gameplay. I liked the Godfather games more so, so I played those instead. But Mafia Three came out, and I played that, and I loved the gameplay. And I love the story too. The story was pretty dope. 
Donnie does love his stories and video games. Oh, that's 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 number one. Number one, you got to have that story, or else it, it drops drastic for me in points. All right, and all I've been playing, uh, according to my uh, Donnie's making comments, I didn't even said what I'm playing yet. Oh, I'm sorry, I was talking to Lakira, and I thought I muted myself. Oh, uh, oh! I mean, she's awake. I, I was half expecting the snoring to happen. <laughs> you know, good and damn well that Lakira is awake. You were talking to Lakira before the show. <laughs> yeah, but you also knew. You also know very well that you could talk to Lakira, and like two seconds later, you hear snoring. And Look, if, you know what? True. If I had to sit here and listen to our <laughs> podcast for an hour and a half, I'd probably be sleeping too. <laughs> All right, she I've been... says she literally goes like, "I'm sleepy." <laughs> All right, I've been, play, I've been playing some Fall Guys, some Rogue Company, some Rocket League, some Marvel's Avengers. Uh, the end game is starting to get pretty good. I'm working on getting that platinum. And I also started Need for Speed. Uh, I don't have any feedback yet, but it, the, the controls do see, seem a little wonky when making turns. So, You got your first crown yet, Tricky? Uh, moving on here. This portion of the show is brought to you by <laughs> Amazon. If you could and would, please stop by Proving Gamer first and click on any Amazon link and continue with your shopping. It doesn't cost you anything extra and helps out the site pay the bills. All right, let's get into our topics here. What the heck was that? What was that? What you just played? A pre-recorded ad? Oh man, y'all getting uppity. <laughs> <laughs> Donnie, I don't want to have to edit this shit out of the the back end of the podcast. <laughs> All right, our first topic is a pass-through topic. To anybody that's pre-ordered any PlayStation 5 accessories, uh, they are shipping ahead of the console release date. I've seen release dates of October 30th, so you might get them up to two weeks earlier. Uh, this is coming from such retailers as Target and Walmart. So, heads up. Man, I hope you guys got as good of imaginations as the Lost Boys did. So, Because, like, they were imagining that food on the table. You better imagine that PlayStation being there when you get these accessories. <laughs> uh, so, our next topic. Ghost of Tsushima Legends raid requirements and new weekly challenges have been announced. This is coming from IGN. Sucker Punch Productions revealed today that Ghost of Tsushima Legends Raid will be released on October 30th. <laughs> hold on, hold on, we wild. Don't just act like you just said Tsushima. <laughs> Tsushima. Tsushima. Sucker Punch Productions revealed today that Ghost of Tsushima Legends Raid will be released on October 30th and revealed the requirements players will need to meet to take part in the... I'm not even trying to pronounce that. The studio announced that the starting tomorrow and every Friday after, Ghost of Tsushima Legends will feature a two-player story mi- story mission and a four-player mission survival mission with weekly modifiers. The culmination of the story in Ghost of Tsushima Legends brings the fight directly <laughs> to uh, the realm. This raid is divided into three chapters and requires a full team of four ghosts as well as excellent coordination and communication. The raid will not support matchmaking, according to Punch, so players wishing to participate will need to arrange their raid team ahead of time. It's also recommended that everyone's gear be at uh, key level 100 as a, quote, absolute minimum, end quote. Sucker Punch recommends completing all story missions and replaying the story and survival missions on higher difficulties to obtain higher gear before the raid. If players can 
complete all the new weekly challenges and all the bonus objectives, they will receive max level gear perfect for the raid. Doing so won't be easy because the weekly challenge missions will be nightmare difficulty and, quote, intend to put you and your team to the test, end quote. Well, I got the platinum, but I've only beaten the game once, so uh, I guess I'm out. <laughs> Man, they don't want to see me. They call me Ghost Ninja. So you're going to be doing the raid? Donnie, did you, you started Ghost Shima. Did you ever finish it? Yeah, I finished it. Uh, what, what did you think? Um, I think it was a dope game. Uh, very dope. And uh, it, it was most definitely one of those open worlds, I'll tell you that. The typical open well, worlds. Well, thing. let me ask you a question there, Donnie. Because like, I saw that open world, like the map, and I was like, holy shit, this is going to take me forever. <laughs> it took me a little bit more than a month to beat the game. So I was shocked by how fast I got through the game. And I don't feel like I played it around the clock. Yeah, it took me a minute, too, yeah. I like open world games, but I just don't like them when it's horseback. <laughs> I want some. You mean wheels. like a like a Metroid style where you got to go back once you get you've got one thing to it progress to progress, but you got to go back to progress. Well, well, that well, it's not necessarily that. I don't mind that because the way I play video games, period, whether it's open world or not, I explore the heck out of it, out of it on my first playthrough. So my first playthrough usually is extremely long. So, but. Just, I just don't like traveling on horseback because it just takes longer than four wheels. <laughs> yeah, but I, I feel like they had a pretty good fast travel system because almost any point of intrigue you got on the map, you could fast travel to. Well, yeah, that was dope. I was utilizing that because of this one game. You didn't really have to... Uh, uh, what you call that? Collect a lot of animals and skin them. And all that stuff to upgrade your stuff because I rarely changed suits anyway. Like honestly, I don't even think I changed them until it, it, it was necessary for a mission. Yeah, yeah the armor set. Well, because I mean, like you're talking about the armor sets, right? Yes. Yeah, because I mean, there were so many armor sets, and like I would talk with with people of the game, and they were saying that they were upgrading armor sets early on. I'm like, you are going to get a ton of armor sets in this, and there's no possible way that you could outfit them all. Or even half of them with, uh, with like the supplies that you can get through with the first playthrough, you can't like max them all out. So it's best just to focus on one or two instead of switching between a bunch of them. Yeah, one thing I will say that I hope other open world game developers take an entry uh, and I put it into the game somehow uh, is their their non mini map thing. You just you swipe up on the, the trap pad and it tells you where you need to go that was dope i like that versus looking at a freaking map in the corner of the screen oh you mean like the wind yeah or like the no sorry i didn't hear you there donnie i interrupted a little bit yes yeah i said yeah the wind yes oh because well i like that too and i thought that fit well within the the um the kind of the uh, mythos they were working within the, the heritage of the samurai. Yes, the atmosphere. Tricky, on the other hand, yes. had a little bit of problems with that. The what? Wind. That was dope because it, it, it was like, you know, they believe in that spirit, spiritual stuff. So that wind is fit the atmosphere. Yeah. Well, no, oh, no. Well, my my issue, Donnie, was not that it didn't fit the lore or anything. My issue was just the, it was just for me, it was a little hard to navigate because 
the the way the wind goes, like you have to hit, keep hitting the button to see the wind. It it, it was never about the lore because obviously I I love that about the lore. It was just it was hard to navigate for at least for me with the wind. That's all that's, good, babe. You, you ain't got no tracking in you. That's all tricky. You don't know how to track. Yeah, I, I live in the city. If I need to go yeah. somewhere, it's, just like, it's three blocks up, one to the left. Yeah, you've been up North Americanized. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on. What do you mean you're in the city? Donnie lives in Detroit. Yeah, but that... He doesn't live in a small township. Right, but Detroit's destroyed, so it's basically like living in a wasteland anyway. Yeah, I know how to track. Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> Lord. Did... Also, Tricky, the words that you, that you, you said you weren't even going to try to pronounce in the story... Uh, written by Wesley O'Blanc of IGN. Uh, the requirements players will need to meet to take part in the tale of EO. What is so hard about pronouncing EO? Uh, maybe I saw it wrong. I don't know. All right, we're moving on here because you guys are just... I, this is not team up on Tricky Day. That's all I'm saying. No, we're not doing team up on Tricky, but is that all we want to say about Ghost of Shima? Donnie, I, wanna, I wanted to ask you before we move on. I... I'm a huge fan of Ghost of Tsushima 2, and I think it's a potential Game of the Year candidate. Do you think it's that good? Oh, yes. What? What's, um, did I play any other thing? Oh, nope. I ain't played nothing else that outdoes that. Yeah, Ghost. Ghost. You, wait, you, you think The Last of Us was better? <sighs> Man, I'm... I'm I believe that we ain't had this freaking spoiler yet because you I, disappointed as well and you just no, so ashamed of it. <laughs> no, no, we haven't had the PT spoilers yet because I every time I try to coordinate it, nobody wants to show up. Listen, I'll do it right after this show. I don't care. Man, you ain't said nothing but a word to a podcaster. <laughs> I, you know what? Outside of this show, me, you, and Alice will sit down and we'll figure out a, a, a time to record The Last of Us 2 spoiler, PG spoilers. Hey, I'm down. All right. What the freaking heck? One, one more thing, Tricky. I do want to mention, it seems like they've set the bar pretty high just to be able to participate in these raids, which I think is a mistake because, I, like I said, I love Ghost of Shima. I have the Platinum. I played through it once. But it seems like to even participate at a bare minimum, that's not enough. So I will say that my concern with this, I like how they're releasing the the Legends multiplayer stuff after people have had time to digest the main story campaign, but I think they've set the bar too high here, and what they're going to find out is they're locking people out of actually wanting to play the online, because you, you like the requirements for the armor are just, like, I think they're kind of ridiculous. All right. Uh, what do you feel about the matchmaking, though? the fact that you can't matchmake for the raid? Do you have any problems with that? Nope. Because no, I mean a lot of times matchmaking is uh, it feels um, lackluster in a lot of games. So I mean maybe life without it, I I would see it differently. But I, I I don't know. I would trust that Sucker Punch has kind of vetted this, and if they feel like it's the best way to go, then I'm fine with that. I I just think that the problem is going to be getting people to actually like participate, having like the the requirements so high. Well, see, okay. The, uh, the game that I played, the Division Two, they released uh, two raids, and on neither raid do they allow you to do matchmaking because the way they want you to put, do the raid is they want you to be able to communicate. And most times, when you do random matchmaking, some people don't have headsets and stuff like that. So maybe, and I'm not, I'm not trying to speak for Sucker Punch here, but maybe they just want you to be able to do it with people that you can actually communicate with, because that's the reason why Ubisoft didn't let you do it in in the Division. 
because they actually wanted you to be able to talk to your teammates and whatnot because it takes a lot of coordination and whatnot. Yeah, well, I mean, one of the modes is a two-player, so, I mean, chances are that you can find somebody you know that's willing to play with uh, play with you on Ghost of Shima in the online for the story missions. Now, the four-player survival missions are the survival missions, are, the, are those the raids they're talking about? Because finding four people you know that have this game that, that are ready to play and get together might be a little difficult regularly. That, and that that's the downside of not being able to do matchmaking is if you don't have three friends. I mean, right now, sitting here, uh, I'm obviously I started the game, but I'm nowhere close to be able to do the raid. Yield and Donnie and you, that's three. You still need a fourth person to do the raid with. Yeah, but Yield's, Yield hasn't finished the main game yet. I think he's still on the second island. So I thought he said he finished it. He finished. He he got. He finished the story on Red Dead Redemption too, but I thought that was the last thing that I heard. I mean, I could be wrong, but I thought he jumped back into Ghost of Tsushima recently. But I don't think he's finished it. So I mean, that's the only thing. Like that is a good point. That you know, I, I understand that you want people to be able to communicate because communication, like playing Rocket League, makes that so much better. When you're in a team-based environment, being able to communicate is a godsend. But you know, without without you know without matchmaking. A lot of times, it could be hard to find people to play. So, I mean, like, how quickly is this online thing going to die out? Yeah. And have too many people moved out, moved away from Ghost of Tsushima, and and towards you know the next gen, they they're just not going to get a lot of support for this. In my opinion, dead. Oh, uh, first of all, about the ghost, uh, the ghost game, Ghost of Tsushima. My, I tried to impersonate, but my bad for insulting y'all <laughs> but anywho to me this new game plus it's not really uh, replayability to well I guess if you didn't do all the uh, it's an open world I forget people don't play like me like I'd be 100% in the game on my first playthrough on open world games because I do everything but the main mission so I guess it's new game plus worthy. It, I guess. Well, I guess I'll say that because it's kind of slow. As far as fighting, can you hear can, me? Yeah, I heard you. I, uh, I was on mute because I was I was chewing M and M's. Yeah, because I, I I I guess I don't think I'll be going back to new game plus no time soon because of the whole horseback. Well, I mean, there's to, to be honest, like I didn't find that there was. I mean, unless you're going to upgrade a lot of the the weapons and the armor and everything, and you're looking to up, just upgrade everything, there's not really a huge reason to do new game plus because you can go in after the story, and if there's nothing, if there's things you haven't completed, you just go go back and do it then. So, yeah. I mean, unlike Resident Evil Five, where I felt the need to play again and again and again to get like better weapons, I don't feel like there's that push here with Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, I was about to say, I think developers who do New Game Plus on open world games don't do it right. Like, New Game Plus don't really work right with open world games to me. Like, games like Resident Evil, like you mentioned, like, when you do New Game Plus, at least for me, and I would assume for most gamers, you, like, God of War did it right. You go through New Game Plus, you now you go through as a freaking god demolishing everything because that's the that's what you play for. You play for <laughs> that you know, that god mode. And New Game Plus and open world games, it just 
it's not really God mode or it's not really a upgrade if my enemies can, you know, are my adversaries. They shouldn't be my adversaries if, if it's New Game Plus. You, you get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. <laughs> so, Donnie, you just want to be able to go through and wipe everything out like a an F5 tornado. Yeah, because I feel like I earned it because that's the whole point of getting to the end of the credits and getting that game and getting that God mode. Like, I earned the ability to just wipe y'all out now. I shouldn't have to work if I don't have to work. Like, I don't, I shouldn't have to work if I already did done the job already. So New Game Plus and Open World is basically me doing the job all over again with flashy equipment now. It's not really, you're not really upgrading me because, again, I have adversaries. You shouldn't be my adversary if I'm upgraded to a New Game Plus. And I get to keep my abilities. You're just not... I mean, I, I guess the argument for a New Game Plus in certain situations that, oh, hey, you... You want more challenge, you want to try on a harder difficulty, but with, you know, the weapons you've collected and the skills you've collected. Uh, but I mean, I, I definitely feel like I, like I go through most games on normal mode because that's the way they're meant to be played through. Yep. And I, I can definitely see Donnie's point because, you know, what's what's the point in like struggling through a game, getting to the end, and then just going through again and struggling through exactly. again? Exactly. That's, that's, that's why, the I mean, it may not always be fun to run, run rush over everything, but at the same time, like going through and just blasting enemies, just destroying everyone's fun for a while. Yeah, I should have the ability to switch that on and off or not, because I I earned they, it. I mean, what if they did like a um, uh, at the end they did like a, a new game plus where you could go back on a higher difficulty, more challenging enemies with everything you've got, and then they had like a god mode where you had everything that you had before and you had just enemies from the the original playthrough and you could just run like run over them like a semi it was just two different modes and essentially two different new game pluses see what well, that's why i say god of war did it right not the new god of war not the recent one they actually did it just like how i said it and i don't like the new game plus and the new god of war and it really actually, yeah it's, it's exactly how i explained it i don't feel the need to go through that game like that anymore like it's just more flashy equipment and you're not really upgrading me my enemies are my adversaries again like they on par with me but yeah it's a new game plus and i get to keep all my abilities like i should be able to keep all my abilities and the same way when i first started the game before i beat the game on new game plus they should go back to that level and I get to keep my abilities, and I'm smashing through and working my way back up to all the higher enemies. But I'm smashing through them too because it's a new game plus, and I already did the struggle already. I shouldn't have to struggle with new hardcore equipment. All right. And the original God of War did it right. One, two, and well, three. Yeah, one, two, and three. When you beat the game. And you beat it on normal, and you get to go through normal with whatever skin you collected. And one of the skin, it, depending on different parts of the game that you beat, like challenge mode and all that stuff, you unlock different types of skins, and they all had different types of abilities. And one of them was infinite magic, and basically you infinite everything. You don't die in infinite magic and all that. Basically, you you are freaking god, and you bashing through everything. 
on New Game Plus and all. And you still get to upgrade the ones that you already got. And that's how I think it should be done. Even some find some way to put it in an open world that way as well. Because, again, I don't want to have to struggle after the struggle. That's the All right. All right, we're moving on. <laughs> if you're enjoying this, please be sure to join our PlayStation 4 communities. We have one for the site, Proven Gamer. One for the show, Trophy Whores. Remember that whores is spelled with two Vs because Shuhei Yoshida won't let us say whores on the network. And when you get a shiny new Platinum Trophy, be sure to post it in the Platinum Guild. Yield may or may not give you a shout-out in the next year or so. Trust us, it's worth it. PlayStation 5 is... What the freaking heck, man? Y'all be coming corporate on me, man. (laughs) You know what's apparent is Donnie hasn't listened to the show in probably about six months. I listened to your... Wait, does Donnie actually listen to the shows he's on? Or this show at all? Not anymore. Not since y'all let go the the best part. Ever ever since we fired Donnie, uh, I don't think he listens anymore. Except for when he's recorded with us inside of a McDonald's. Yep. Which I still get praise for. Or not praise. I still get comments about Donnie. Hey, you should, man. First of all, you didn't even pronounce it right, dude. It's MC Donald. MC Donald, Donald. of course. I'm like on the site and like I'm the man, man. (laughs) But Donnie, let me ask you. Do you actually listen to podcasts that you're on? Yeah. Like, not in general, but, like, podcast episodes you record. Do you listen to those again after you've been on them? Yep. Because I, I, first of all, I want to hear how they're portraying me, because I don't know how they edit. They could be having me saying some off-the-wall junk, and I'm like, um, you know I didn't say that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I listen to them. I thought you were just going in for an ego stroke. Nah. All right, all right. Let's focus here. PlayStation 5 is launched. Sony has announced what apps will be launching with the PlayStation 5. Sony has revealed that Apple Plus, uh, Apple TV Plus, Disney Plus, Netflix, Spotify, Twitch, and YouTube will all be available on PlayStation 5 on the launch day. Also, you'll be getting the with apps, uh, Amazon Prime Video, My Canal, Hulu, Peacock, and more. Uh, the cool thing is about the Spotify, uh, it's still going to work just like it did on the PS4 where you can listen to Spotify in the background as you're playing your games on the PS5. So that means, because Trophy Horse is on Spotify, you can listen to Trophy Horse as you play your favorite video games. So, we're still in this era where we buy video game consoles to play everything else but the video game. No, Donnie, come on. <laughs> Stop being ridiculous there. I don't care about these freaking apps. I don't care. I just wanted to be able to play my freaking game. I don't care about apps. I don't know, Donnie. Like, I, I made the comment yesterday because we, we had pulled uh, the PlayStation 4 into the loft. Usually it's in the bedroom. And we were going to watch Cabin in the Woods for, her, for you know, spooky movie night for Halloween. And I lamented the fact that the Switch, which is usually in the loft, cannot play like is not a media center because pretty much all it can do is just play video games like you can't watch netflix on it and that's kind of a disappointing thing like you can't play dvds on it like that kind of sucks it would be nice to be able to do at least watch netflix on it yeah yeah you know what and i'm i'm not knocking that at all but basically what i'm saying is okay they got apps (laughs) like i couldn't care less than what i care 
but now there are people about- but there are people out there that care about whether or not they're going to have to make a change somehow some way if they can't watch Netflix on their PS5. Oh no, I get it. You know, yeah, I get it. I'm just saying like it's not okay, right. It, it it's it's more out. yeah, it's Listen, I just I just put that in as a passer topic that we're actually having a lot more conversation than I anticipated about. Uh, just just because they're you know to, to quell the people's minds, the same thing like I did with the uh, the accessories. Like I I don't want people saying, oh my my dual sense didn't show up, and meanwhile it showed up two weeks ago, and somebody stole it off their front porch. Yeah. I, I feel you, Trick. Hey, this is a news PlayStation show. You give news, so I get it. All right. More news. Assassin's Creed Valhalla DLC will take you to Ireland and Paris. Ubisoft has announced a roadmap for the season pass and post-launch support, which includes a DLC that takes place beyond the shores of Britain, as well as a discovery tour and free seasonal updates. I'm glad to see they're keeping the discovery tours in there, Alex. I know that was uh, one interest with uh, Origins with you. Well, I mean, is it a little bit early to be talking about DLC since the game's not out yet? We always get the DLC stories. And we know that Assassin's Creed always comes with uh, good DLC. Well, yeah, I know. But let us get through the game first and then announce where the DLC is going to take us. Well, okay. The article from IGN also goes on to say that Valhalla Season Pass is made up of two expansions and one exclusive quest. The Legend of Beowulf is a quest available to Season Pass on its on launch day and will explore the monstrous truth behind the Legend of Beowulf. The first expansion, Wrath of the Druids, will be available in spring 2021 and takes place in Ireland as you track down a druid cult. The second expansion, coming in the summer of 2021, is called The Siege of Paris and allows players to relive the most ambitious battle in Viking history as they infiltrate the fortified city of Paris. Uh, And the season pass will cost you $40. Beowulf was probably one of my favorite things that I read in high school. So I definitely like that they're they're throwing Beowulf in there. Now they showed like a shadow of a giant monster from Beowulf. So I'm wondering what you're gonna have to deal with. Is it Grindel, Grindel's mother, the dragon? I've never read Beowulf, so I have no idea what you're talking about. What the hell are they teaching you up in New York? You didn't have to read Beowulf in high school? Oh, I did. I well, t- technically, I went to <laughs> I went to high school in Virginia. So let's, let's be clear. Oh that. God, okay, that explains it. And <laughs> se- <coughs> excuse me. And second, they made me... Tricky's getting choked up thinking about how terrible it was in Virginia. We didn't read in high school. And second, (laughs) was assigned to me in high school. I just never read it. I had better things to do with my time. Well, you should go back and read as an adult. I mean, it's not... You can blow through it easily. It's not... It's an epic, but it's not, like, a huge book. I don't even read... I don't even read The Walking Dead, and I have all the compendiums. Think I'm going to read it. Oh, The Walking Dead is so... Like, I'm so sick of The Walking Dead. I wish that would just get erased from Earth. Well, the the <laughs> comics are done. The show's almost done. Yeah, good. Bury it. Alright. Uh, speaking of burying it, people have been burying their... Com- or not been burying their comments about the PlayStation 4 party changes, and Sony is looking into the negative feedback. They put out a tweet that says, Hey folks, just want to let you know we're looking into your feedback on the recent changes to the parties on the PS4. Thanks for speaking up, and we'll keep you posted. A lot of people are out crying because of the terms of service in which they said that they could listen to your comments. They've already responded to that. But Sony oh has come my. out and Sony has come out and said that they are looking into uh, all the feedback and how to make changes for the PS5. 
Yeah, Donnie. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Are we going to ever stop it with this crying thing of privacy? <laughs> like, um, of course they're listening. What the heck, man? Jeez. Alright. <laughs> Let's move on. We are proud supporters of Extra Life. Extra Life is a charity organization to raise money for the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. You can make a team, join a team, or play by yourself for your local hospital. Every year, we do a 24-hour, sometimes 25-hour, marathon to raise money. This year, it's November 7th. Be sure to stop by extra-life.org to check out how you can join and help out. If you want to join our team, just look for the Proven Gamer team when registering. Even if you join a team, you will personally will still be raising money for the hospital you choose. If you would like to donate to us, go to tinyurl.com backslash provengamer2020 and you can search for our team members there to donate to their page. Play games, heal kids. You know what's really corporate sounding, Donnie? All that echo and all that tin in my audio file right there. What the heck? You took away all... Donnie, we're just trying to make things easier on ourselves. <laughs> you took away all the fun... Oh, all the fun, Donnie. Did you like <laughs> editing the the house housekeeping segments? I like editing all of it. Period. Let's go into our topic of the week. Uh, okay, so <laughs> th- this article is coming in twofold. Uh, I didn't put the first half of the uh, the situation in uh, a link because I do that. You know, well, when I planned it. It was supposed to be Alex and Yield with us, uh, and I know they really don't care about that aspect of it. Um, but the first aspect of it is Twitch is uh, cracking down on a lot of streamers, including the most popular streamers, with uh, digital rights management complaints. Uh, in their past videos, uh, just like YouTube does, and Donnie, I know you, you're familiar with YouTube, if you use a copyrighted song, you can get a copyright strike, which can cause your account to have, you know, uh, be deleted or videos being deleted without your uh, your knowledge and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so a lot of people have uh, so a lot of people have been going back and forth about uh, and deleting their old videos just so they don't get copyright strikes, even though some of these streamers are proven from the artists and their labels themselves that they have permission to play this music. But Twitch is just sending an algorithm, which is sending out uh, copyright strikes and delete videos uh, before they can. Then Twitch came out and said that if you wanted to appeal the decision, your video had to be up. But the fact, the the problem is, this Twitch pulled the video down. So a lot of streamers are saying, well, we want to appeal, but you have to restore our, our VODs. So it was a lot of back and forth between the two. And there, as of right now, there is no current solution. Uh, so that brings us to the second part of this in the fact that uh, this article is coming from gamesindustry.biz. And the headline is Google distanced itself from Stadia creative director Alex Hutchinson because, and I'm going to read this article to you, Hutchinson brought up a, a good point, which I think is a good conversation piece for us. Uh, and this article is written by James Batchelor. Uh, it says, Google has distanced itself from a key individual in the Stadia games business following backlash against his views on streamers ex- expressed via Twitter. 
Alex Hutchinson, creative director of Stadia Games and Entertainment Montreal's formerly known as Typhoon Studios, commented on Twitch's recent clampdown on videos using copyrighted music, suggesting that gameplay is similar violation. Quote, Streamers worried about getting their content pulled because they've used music they didn't pay for should be more worried about the fact that they're streaming games they didn't pay for as well, end quote. It's all gone as soon as publishers decide to enforce it. The real truth is streamers should be paying the developers and the publishers for the games they stream. They should be buying a license like any business, any real business and paying for the content they use. That's uh, what uh, Alex Hutchinson said. The tweets received a negative response from various corners of the industry, and even Google has spoken out against them. Speaking to 9to5Google, a, spook, a spokesperson said the recent tweets by Alex Hutchinson do not reflect those of Stadia, YouTube, or Google. Meanwhile, Google's head, global head of gaming for YouTube, Ryan Watt, tweeted, quote, We believe the publishers and creators have a wonderful symbiotic relationship that has allowed a thriving ecosystem to be created. One has mutually benefited everyone. YouTube is focused on creating value for creators, publishers, and users. All ships rise when we work together. End quote. So that, that's uh, basically the article. Uh, the, the rest of it's just basically filler. So my question to you, uh, gentlemen, and Alex, I'm going to start with you. Does Alex Hutchinson have a point that these streamers should have to pay a license to stream this content? Well, I mean, is he talking about Stadia games, like games on Stadia that they access through like a membership? No, what he what he's saying is like, all right, uh, Call of Duty Warzone or Fortnite—they're both free to play games. But the streamers are that are actively streaming these games. He's saying that uh, uh, the streamers should pay Epic or pay uh, Activision a license to stream these games on their site because technically these big name streamers. We'll just throw uh, Ninja out there. Ninja made his got popular, arguably, over playing Fortnite, which is a free-to-play game. And in return, Ninja has turned around and signed a thirty million deal, uh, thirty million dollar deal with Mixer and uh, also on Twitch at separate times. Well, Mixer's gone, isn't it? Right. Well, he signed a thirty million dollar deal with Mixer. Then when Mixer folded. Twitch actually turned around and paid him another $30 million. So he arguably made $60 million playing a free-to-play game. Alex Hutchinson... Yeah, but he but he's getting that money from his supporters, and how many of those people did he get to play Call of Duty Warzone? Because the idea is that with these streamers playing these games on online, like people who play... Uh, or content creators for Pokemon Go or Call of Duty Warzone or any other free-to-play game, how many people and how much money are they actually bringing to these franchises? Because they're bringing their... Because music is a lot different than, say, a, a video game. A video game, to truly experience it, I mean, you need to play it. Music, you can only listen to. So, in that regard, having music in a, a certain video, like, you may not need to pay for it because, hey, you can just hear it somewhere else because all you can do is hear it. But a video game, to play it, you're going to need to either buy it or go in and download a file so you can play the free-to-play version and then spend money, you know, theoretically, while you're playing it if you really enjoy it. But I would say that you know streamers on people who do this stuff on YouTube, people on Twitch, they're bringing more eyes. It's basically advertising for these companies, these game companies. So when somebody plays Call of Duty Warzone or Fortnite, they're bringing more eyes to the franchise and are probably encouraging a lot of people to play the game itself. And I, I don't disagree with you, but then you, if you're going to allow the people that are going to speak good about your game, then you also have to allow the people that are going to speak negatively about your game 
and it seems like developers often go after those people that speak negatively about their games, hitting them with copyright strikes and all that other stuff. So, Donnie... Well, yeah, no one said that was right. Right. All right, so, Donnie, the, the floor is yours. How do you feel about all this? Pretty much the same. It is a bunch of crybaby people crying about somebody stepped on my shoes and now I want payment. That's all. Well, 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 well to be fair, uh, Alex Hutchinson is not a publisher or a developer. He's the head of a, he's the head of a studio... Uh, he, he was previously the creative director at Ubisoft Montreal, where it worked on Far Cry 4 and Assassin's Creed 3. But I, I think it brings up an interesting point in the fact that, like, I, I don't know if you guys ever did this, but here in New York, uh, there used to be these blast zones for the WWE pay-per-views back when it was WWF, where a bar would pay a license instead of just buying a, you know, like the pay-per-view and display it on their TVs. They actually had to buy a, a certain license to be able to stream it uh, 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 in order to show it for more than 10 people. So I thought this brings up a, uh, I thought this brings up an interesting point in the fact that, you know, people like Ninja, Tim the Tatman, Nadeshot, all these big name streamers, they're actively playing Call of Duty and they're making arguably millions Either through sponsorship deals or their or their viewers sending them donations or subbing to them, they're making millions of dollars off these free to play games. Okay, they're entertaining. That's where they're making their money. They're entertaining. You the one made your game free. You so chose you to have a free or uh, free to play game, and like Alex said, like you're getting gamers to come to the platform for a free to play game, which is what you wanted. You wanted people to come and play your free to play game, and these people are bringing people to play your free to play game. But hey, we live in a world where you can get almost insta fame from just posting up a video, a three second video. And they're utilizing it. So they're entertaining. They're working. They, they're doing exactly what you pay Ben Affleck in them to do. Entertain you. Man, I love how Ben Affleck was the first person that came to your mind there. Well, I say that because I know it's majority probably white people listening. And also Ben Affleck just signed a, a deal to, to play Batman again. To, to be fair, Donnie, the three normal hosts of the show are three white guys. So you may have a point there. Yeah, see? <laughs> I, mean, I, know, I, I know how to cater to the audience. I know how to play the game. <laughs> I mean, listen. Are you, I, are you saying that you're a shill, Donnie, or you like to pander? Uh, I just say, I just say, I can, I can adapt. <laughs> Donnie can wear a disguise. He's an excellent, excellent Metal Gear Solid player. Yes, All right, yes. just, just to get back on topic here, <laughs> I, hiding within the weeds. I, I don't necessarily agree with you know Alex, but I think it brings up an interesting point. Oh well, then fuck you, buddy. <laughs> what? What I said? Go ahead. I just wanted to get a reaction out of you, Alice. Thank you for being a great example of how society is. All right. <laughs> Listen, that, hey, that's the way it is on the internet, like Reddit and Twitter and all the social media things. Also, can we get back on topic here, please? <laughs> hey, it's I, a I, message. We trying to send a message here. What, what's uh, what's the message, Dottie? Be aware. Stay woke. <laughs> all right. Like I said, I I I think I I don't necessarily agree with uh, Alex 
Uh, all right, Hutchinson on this. I ha- I keep saying his last name because I don't want to confuse people. Uh, I don't necessarily. Yeah, because I thought you were talking about me before. Yeah. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with him, but I think he brings up an interesting point that because when you move media from source to source, kind of like uh, with uh, Enter Sandman in Rock Band 1, they couldn't move Enter Sandman over to Rock Band 2 because at the time, uh, two things. One, they didn't have a license to transfer from one medium to another, and also Guitar Hero Metallica was coming out at the same time. So when you move a copyrighted thing from medium to medium, there's often a time you have to pay for the license to do that. So I think he brings up an interesting point, but like Alex and uh, Alex on the show and Donnie pointed out, they are bringing awareness and traffic to the game and the source. So like there shouldn't be a license. You have to pay to play those games. But then you look at Nintendo, every time somebody posts a Nintendo video on YouTube, Nintendo's quick to strike it down because of copyright. Even though, arguably... Well, dude, there's there's plenty of, like, Pokemon Sword content, Sword and Shield content on, and, like, people doing live streams on YouTube. Nintendo suck anyway, man. Well, okay. Okay, but the point is, is Nintendo is notorious for going after people for their copyrighted mm. material. Yep. But haven't they haven't they loosened up a lot on that? If, because there's a lot of, of their games that you can see played on YouTube. Because those people have signed uh I, I don't know the exact term, but Nintendo offered a partner program where you had to sign up with them and then you gave them a percentage of your revenue that you made off of that video. So <laughs> the content you're seeing is people that have partnered with Nintendo. If you don't partner with Nintendo, they just copyright strike it, and you can either get your video taken down, which has no real long-term effect other than your video not being out there, or if you you get hit with a copyright strike, and if you get hit with too many copyright strikes, your account's banned. Well, they they they, they, they mad because people bringing attention to their game. Well, see, that's that's <laughs> that's been the long argument is that if I'm streaming, like, say like Rogue <sighs> Company or Fall Guys or Hell. When we do Rocket League Thursdays, we're bringing awareness to these games. We're showing people how to play these games, what the game looks like, all the different features of the game. I would think a developer or a publisher would say, hey, go play our game. Get us free advertising. But there's some people out there that say, no, you're not allowed to stream our content. Like, I I don't know if you know this, Donnie, but one of your favorite games, Kingdom Hearts 3, there was a strong disclaimer for anybody in the package of the game that says you're not allowed to stream after this point and you're not allowed to show this scene on on the on the on Twitch and oh, I don't know if you, you know how you stream you know how you know how you stream through the console Donnie yes they they had a they had a thing in the in the game that if you were streaming the game at that point and they came up to a scene that it wasn't allowed. You you've seen this where it says gameplays pause or you know broadcast pause or whatever. It actually blocks it out so you can't show it. Hey hey tricky guess what? <laughs> what Toddy? You actually just solved the freaking issue. Yes I knew about that. That's all you gotta do is stop being freaking crybabies about free promotion. You just solved your issue. You do it all the time. There you go. Just pause it. Black it out. 
so you so nobody won't see this portion of the game. But see, issue. What was, <laughs> not, well, no, no, no. The the difference is is that like you stream through the console, so it gets blacked out automatically. <sighs> On my end, where I don't stream from the console, it's actively seen. Again, well, what, what what you mean when you don't stream from the console? When you stream from the like, okay, you know. I don't know if you ever went back and watched your your, your streams when you stream from the console, uh -huh. but you know in the top left how like the, the trophy pop up comes up. Yes. Okay. Somebody watching you stream on uh, Twitch at the time. Yeah. All we get is this big black box that's fuzzed out and things. We don't actually see the trophy you got. So that happens when if you have a setting on your on your PlayStation to show when somebody comes online. It pops up when you get a PlayStation message. Uh-huh. Pops up. All that's blacked out. So there's something with built within the Twitch streaming on the console. Yeah. That blocks out certain things. If I'm streaming with a with a uh, PVR and an Elgato card, I don't have those restrictions. So okay. when I get when I get a trophy, it doesn't black it out for me. When I go into a uh an unauthorized uh, Cutscene, uh -huh. it doesn't it doesn't black it out for me. It does it for you because you're streaming through the console, but for me who's using uh, the PC to stream it, it doesn't uh -huh. block it out. Oh, okay. Well, do this freaking same thing. <laughs> do your freaking job and code some stuff. They Problem they solved again. Okay then. You oh well you you always know it's going to be some freaking dango um hackers out there as long as technology is this hackers is this. So you got to come up with some way to do what you did with the console because it can be done. So the only, <laughs> but Donnie, I, I have to say you're wrong oh. on this one because the only way okay. to do that is to block it out for me and then you're blocking out a part of the game for me. So there's really no way if somebody's using a PVR to block out a scene or an audio or something like that if I'm using Look, a PVR. <laughs> Look, man. They came out with freaking codes to where if you doing a hack version, you can't even get past the first level because it makes you think that you're continuing to play, but all this time you've been on the first level the whole time. time. Okay, that, they got, that's they came out with thing, freaking, They came out with freaking codes to where you do all this massive crazy work to make it all the way to the end, and when you get to the end, and when you think you about to win... It or cut off your freaking game and erase all your save files. So if you can do things like that, you can make it happen. So make it happen and stop being freaking crab babies like y'all always are. It's, Dottie, I, <laughs> Dottie, I love you, but you're entirely wrong about this. That's, oh, of course, I'm, it's, I'm always no, entirely wrong, uh, Tricky, but no, Dottie, always go down. No, listen, <laughs> I, I understand what you're saying, and I'm not, like, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm just telling you, Knowing coding the way I know coding, it's entirely separate thing. What you're describing Tricky, can be done. You're talking like you a freaking master uh, block builder from Lego or some junk. <laughs> Bruh. Well, listen, I, 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 I've done some shady shit in my past where I know coding. I'm quite uh, sure you do, and I'm quite, I, I ain't saying you don't. But I'm just saying, like, come on now, man. Listen, is, is you're, not a, short, you're not out here sore fishing. <laughs> the movie Listen, in, in reality, is there a way that they could probably block it for somebody using a PBR? Yes. Probably. Yes. But 
as far as my knowledge goes, the only way to actively block it going through a PVR is you would have to block it for the gamer themselves, and then what's the point? Because then the gamer will never see that cutscene. Think of it well, like this, Donnie. Don't use the PVR thing, then. Well, then the only way the way to stream it is to go through the console, which actually blocks it. Well, again, what the heck did I just say? <laughs> All right, we're, we're moving on. Man, what what are y'all not? Oh, we're is, moving is, is on. Is it just the babble again? Is it just the Donnie babble you're again? Just, <laughs> Wait, did, did we come to any resolution on this topic? I, right, yes, they already solved the issue. Block it out. Now figure they it can't. out how to do it the other way. Until they then. Oh. <laughs> the, no, listen, it's not. The, the problem is not blocking it out. The problem is, is that what Alex Hutchinson is, is actively saying is that if people are going to make millions upon millions of dollars off of our off of content, then the streamers should pay a license to the developer or the publisher. Hey, don't make a freaking free to play then. Okay, so let, let, then Dang let it. me. The pro- okay, wait, what the heck, man? Oh, oh, wait, 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 Donnie. Okay, then don't make it free to play. Let's say somebody wants to uh, make money off of Destiny, where you have to pay for the game. Mm-hmm. Should the streamer then pay? Uh, Bungie a license to play their game? Yes, because you only own the rights to play the game. You don't own the freaking game to make a profit off of it. But then you then you're being a hypocrite. No, I'm not. I own the rights to play the game. It's okay, not but... mine to manufacture and make a profit off of. That's okay. what I'm doing. Hold hold on. So <laughs> let me let me clarify your argument here, because unless I'm misunderstanding, and please correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but your argument is, if it's a free to play game, then I should be able to stream it, and I have to pay, send you a license for it. But if I have to pay for the game, I should then also pay you a license to stream it. Uh, yeah. That's what because, you just said. Because again, free to. Free to play is just hey, uh, free to play is everybody. You made it free to play. It's everybody. It's kind of like going into when you editing and then you go into the free library of places. It's that. So you're free to play. I'm making money off my free library. So now that I pay for it, I don't own the actual property. I own. The copy that I bought so I can use it to play the game. Like, basically, I own it. I bought the rights to play the game. I That's what I bought when I, when I paid for it. I bought the rights to play the game. If I make money off of it, I that's like the equivalent of me manufacturing the game and selling it bootleg. So I'm making money off your product. Alex, I, I mean, Donnie, if you're going to say that you have to pay a license for a game that you've purchased, then you should have to pay a license for a free to play game because you're, you're making it, your argument is you're making money off of something oh. somebody else created, regardless of whether it's a free to play game or a game that you purchased, it's the same concept to me. But again, is it okay? So what do you say when you're doing that whole garage band thing and you making money off your YouTube video using that free GarageBand software instrumentals, the free library and stuff. It's, it's, 
it's um websites where you can download free libraries of music and sound bites where you can use that's the same equivalent to a free to play game i am going well, into my microtransactions within audacity audacity is just a free thing that you can use to edit it's free software that's been put out by the developer for you to use to edit there, I mean, yeah, I guess you, there are ways you can donate to support the developer. Yep. But but yep. free to play games are go. built on the prospect that they'll get you in the door with the you know by lowering the bar to being free, and then once you're in, you'll enjoy it and you'll spend money on cosmetics or whatever. All right, so oh. Donnie, so there are microtransactions built into something like a free to play game where there are not microtransactions built into you know uh, editing software. Right, at least the ones that we use. Donnie, let, let, let me make this a little personal for you and just. It, See mm-hmm. what your reaction is. Mm-hmm. Let's just, you put out whatever talk, mm-hmm. and we put out twelve viewers. Neither one of us charge anybody to listen to our shows. Mm-hmm. If there was a streamer out there that turned around and used whatever talk daily on their show, and has turned around in some way, shape, or form, found a way to make millions of dollars off of your content. You're going to tell me that you don't have a problem with that person using your content and not paying you a, a license or a royalty? Hmm. Very good one. Very good one. Because even with that being said, there's still copyright infringement going on because you're using a large portion of my property, depending on the portion that you're using. If you're over that percentage then uh yeah and that's not technically free library type ordeal because technically it is because you're putting it out for free and you never said anywhere that you want to charge for it so you have put out free content that somebody is now using to make millions of dollars okay okay so what so what so what is that patreon then isn't that the same thing no, the Patreon is them supporting the site. They're not paying for our content. They're giving yes, us they their donation. No, the Patreon is them donating money to us outside. There's no requirement that says you have to donate to us to get I trophy for- horse. I forgot the loophole of donating. It's a donation. It's not loophole. a fee. Loophole of donating. But g- going back to the question, <laughs> would, do you but- now not want that content creator to give you some kind of royalty or pay for a license to use your content. It's the same problem with Fortnite and uh, Warzone. Hmm. Okay. I, I, I kind of do still feel the same way, but at the same time, I believe there's... Okay, well, yeah, I guess the same argument could be had. So, yeah, checkmate. <laughs> I give it to you on that one. Checkmate. All right, fair enough. I finally wanted to. Ar- well, I, I finally got Daddy to agree. I wanted an argument. <laughs> well, here, let me let me ask you this. Like, as, as far as like asking YouTubers to pay for the license to stream content, are are you then saying like the people? How do you figure that out? Do people have to reach a certain audience? Do it to be a certain level of influencer before they pay, or is it like day one? Hey, you have zero followers. You want to be a YouTuber. You want to comment on Pokemon Go or whatever. Do you have to then stream if you're gonna, you know, like people use picture like video from their phone as they're playing on their, you know, YouTube videos? 
are you saying that someone who makes millions of dollars off it has to pay the same licensing fees <laughs> as somebody who's just started out day one, has zero followers, and wants to be a, a Pokemon Go YouTuber? Well, I mean, okay. I don't know if you're, that was directed towards me or uh, Donnie. I mean, just anyone who wanted to answer it. I, see, let, let's go back to the, the WWE Blast Zones. They, the, when I went to one, it was a small bar, maybe 50 people. And I, I, you know, I don't know if you remember, but back in the day, the pay-per-views uh, were like, what, $50, $60 before HD? Yeah, I remember that. The first WWE pay-per-view I ever bought was WrestleMania 14, or that my mom bought, and that was probably $50, $60. Right. Well, these bars that for the Blast Zones had to pay $1,200 just to show a pay-per-view at the bar. And the the assumption is you're putting out the $1,200 to to show the, the pay-per-view, but you were going to make your money back in bar sales between, you know, beer, alcohol, and uh, food. WWE content's not that good. But, uh, well, this is back <laughs> during the Attitude Era. Uh, Still not that good. <laughs> all right, but the point is, is that fee was for a 50-person bar, or a thousand-person bar, like it didn't change. So, I, I I get the point that you're making, like with Proving Gamer, where we may stream to a hundred people, where say somebody like Ninja is streaming to forty thousand people. You know, should I pay the same license fee as Ninja? I mean, that's an argument to be had, but the point is, is that. These people are making millions of dollars off of free content. And if you use the same logic as WWE is using with these bars to, say, Activision using it towards Ninja, it's it's actually basically the same thing. Yeah, but like WWE, as an example, is also now trying to take over their their employee they're not even employees they're independent contractors they're trying to take over their twitch and youtube and all these other streams and then add that in as part of their contract to where um they're having to potentially stream as part of their job but they're not getting paid any extra it counts against their downside guarantee as part of their contract so they're basically they're taking over their um streaming services that they've created um their channels that they've built up and they're saying, hey, this is now something you have to do. It's now built into your contract, but you don't get any extra money for doing it. So WWE is not well, really... No, hold on, hold on. I, I, think you, I think you misunderstood that situation wrong. Say somebody like Xavier Woods. Uh, it's got the Up, Up, Down, Down YouTube channel. Yeah. It's Vince is not forcing Austin Creed or Xavier Woods, whatever name we want to go by. He's not forcing him to do Up, Up, Down, Down. What he's what Vince is saying is that if you're doing up up down down, we're getting a percentage of that, th- those profits. He's not forcing anybody to stream, do cameos or stuff like that. He's saying if you want to do that outside work, WWE gets a portion of the profits because. But why? They're they're independent contractors. They're not employees. Because well, I I like I don't, I don't want to speak for Vince. Which is why Andrew Yang is going after Vince McMahon and WWE over this. Listen, I, I don't want to speak for Vince, but from what I read is Vince's argument is nobody would know who Xavier Woods is if it wasn't for Xavier Woods appearing on WWE TV. He was actually in D- TNA before he was in WWE, so I mean... Well, you, you get my point is that, it, like, 
these people, these people, these people's channels would not have blown up unless they had the popularity from WWE. I mean, I, I people blow up all the time just being nobodies. Like people, like people start a channel somewhere and they're not WWE superstars, they're not movie stars, they're just normal people, and their their channel just kind of blows up based on their personality, I, like Donnie said earlier. But it, like, okay, with that situation, the last, and I listened to Jim Cornette's podcast, and there was something that was talked about where wrestlers were talking, wrestlers in WB were talking to Andrew Yang. And who's a uh, former presidential candidate. Uh, and I think he runs, he's the CEO or owner of Yahoo or something. He has something to do with Yahoo. He's a big with Yahoo. But they were saying that their contracts would be rewritten. And that their streaming channels were part of what they had to do as wrestlers for WB. I, okay, that may be true. But I everything that I've read is not that Vince was forcing them to do it. Well, I think it changed because originally, yes, they were going to have to give WB percentage of that, but then I think it changed to where WB was going to take them over and then the wrestlers would still do the streams, but they wouldn't get paid. It would count against their downside guarantee. All right. I, so we, I, I don't, I honestly, I don't know the full, uh, the full story. I just saw headlines and, you know, but, but probably. regardless, WD, WB should not feel like they can go in and, take over or get a percentage from these wrestler streams since they are not employed. They don't pay benefits to these people. They pay them for their work, so when they do a show, they get paid. But they're not paying these people a salary. They're not paying these people health care costs or travel costs. They don't pay for their travel. Well, some of the big ones they do. But most of them, again, they're independent contractors, so they're not employees, so they have to pay for their own uh, room and board. They have to pay for their own travel. They don't get health care coverage. No, I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you on that. You're absolutely right. So I, so in that example, WB's in the wrong. It's not the best example to use. Oh No, what, what I'm... The only reason I was using WWE is because I, I know about the Blast Zones. I'm not trying to say WWE's right or wrong. I'm just... I was using it as an example saying that if, if at home, if I wanted to watch WrestleMania back in the day, it cost me $50, $60. If I wanted to go to a bar to watch it, that bar was paying $1,200, which is significantly more money than if I sat at home and watched it. But the, the difference was is that I, instead of spending the $60 on a pay-per-view, I went to a bar and spent maybe $20, $30 on beers and food and saved myself $30. That was the argument. But Yeah, I mean, who wants to be packed into a sweaty bar with a bunch of <coughs> nincompoops watching a wrestling show when you can just do it from home? Listen, I'm not, I'm not arguing that either. I'm just saying that's the point. And like I said, uh, Don, you can be kind of quiet too. But I, I just, I, I think he, Alex Hutchinson brings up a, a valid argument. I just don't necessarily think I agree with him. Yeah, I think I'm like that now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're you're like what now? That argument. Did you think he has a valid argument, but you don't agree don't with him? Agree. Yes, like because because that does bring up a it does bring up a, a valid point. Uh, when it does hit home now, <laughs> like for real though, you know, it makes you think about it again because I do know, like, I I know about I know a little bit about copyrights and and all just a little bit. So, but it does bring up a valid point though about what he's saying. He, he does have a point. And it was a big enough point to get me to uh, go Republican. <laughs> well, here's... Oh, God, no, Donnie, don't do that. Donnie flip-flopped. 
Um, so wait, wait, like I, I'll make a point here, and this is devil's advocate. I don't really care if someone uses trophy whores and then makes money off it because here's the thing: we're not making money off it. So if somebody else is making money off it and I'm not, then clearly that's our fault because we haven't properly monetized our show. Right, right. I mean, that's a valid point too. So I mean, like, if yeah, if someone uses clips of trophy, I mean, I wish they would get our consent and say, "Hey guys, you you mind?" Like, it just ask and say, "Hey, do you guys mind if we use this?" It, yeah, that's fine. We don't care. But if they manage to make money off it, I don't care because if we're not if they're making money off it and we're not, as long as they ask for our consent to use it, then that's our fault for not monetizing our show. See, and, and you know what? And that's what I, I'm not articulate with words today, Allison. You have been articulate for me. That's <laughs> even even as they say, even a blind squirrel finds a nut. Yes, and, and that's what I was trying to explain. Yeah, I don't really mind per se myself. Even if you are making some change off of off of me, um, but if you are like, yeah, that'll be appreciated if you, you know, would add. But at the same time, I also would like just a portion. Like, what portion? How much of me are you using? You know what I'm saying? That counts as well. I mean, the argument can be made for streamers, and let's let's just take Tim the Tatman for example. The argument can be made. Terrible name. Absolutely terrible name. Actually, it's a great name. Uh, the Tat Man? Yeah, because he he, he's known for all his tattoos. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I watched Tim the Tat Man, okay? And I'm just going to give you a breakdown of his streams for a second. He generally starts about 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And for the first hour or two, he sits there and he just talks to his audience about certain things. He reads off everybody's donations that they've made to him. And says, you know, thank you for donating. And then everybody has a message. He he sits there for the first hour or two. And he actually, uh, every single donation he hits before he starts playing the game. Then, as he's playing the game, he's playing with other streamers and his friends and stuff like that. For the rest of the stream, generally until about 5, 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So you could arguably say for the first two hours, it's nothing but him talking. And then for the next five to six hours, it's him playing Warzone or Fall Guys. Hell, ESPN just did a, a released a video of Tim the Tatman trying to get his first crown in Fall Guys because it was a big moment. Like, Tim the Tatman averages about 30,000 people uh, when he streams. When the whole Fall Guys thing was going on uh, for him to get his first crown, his viewership jumped up to 120,000 people watching at one time. He gained uh... I, I, I want to argue and say, like, thirty or 40,000 subs. Like, he made a chunk of change just over those, that month playing a game. Now, granted, you know, he played Fall Guys on PC, so he paid for it. But the whole point is, is you take an average Tim the Tatman stream, it's two hours of him talking and then five hours of him playing Warzone. Should he then have to pay Activision that money? That's the the conversation. And like I said, I think Alex Hutchinson brings up a good point. I just don't necessarily agree because it's it like Donnie pointed out earlier. It is free to play, but then again, Tim is making a shitload of money off of showing Warzone content. But and aren't they? He, how, how much? How much money do free to download? For me, free to play developers 
get. I know they they gotta be getting something because these servers just be up like forever. Right, because, well, they're they're making their money off of microtransactions. Like every day or every time a new season comes out for Warzone, the first day the first thing Tim does is go through all the patch notes. The second thing he does is update the game, and as soon as he goes in the game, he buys the battle pass, the most expensive battle pass, and. It gets all the stuff. Like he even levels his characters up. He essentially cheats. And he jokes as he does it. Goes, look, guys, I'm spending $120 on a free game. He says it every single time a new season comes out. So Tim is not getting free content from Activision. He's actually pouring $100, $200 into the game a month. But and then turn around and then to turn around and say he needs to pay Activision a license fee to stream the game. That's where my argument starts going. Ah, he he's paying, but he's just not paying Activision for the license. He's paying for the content and he's again getting something in return for the, his money. Well, well here's the thing, like if you're if you're streaming these games every day or you're focusing on some free to play games so heavily, you're going to have to invest monetarily in the game. To in, in order to bring more people to your audience, yeah. Because otherwise, if you're just playing with the base stuff, no one wants to see that. Well, no, and, all this, all the stuff. I'm sorry, Daniel. I'll let you go in one second. Just to be clear, okay, you play Rocket League, Alex. Yes, and I bought the Rocket Pass this year. Right. The first ever Rocket Pass I bought. Right, but as you play the game, like right now, even with the Haunted Hollows things, there's things you have to do to get it, uh, do in the game to get certain things, right? What? Yeah, they're like with the 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 marriage of right. Ghostbusters and Rocket League for the new the new Haunted Hallows, you have to do certain in-game tasks, and you get big by doing that, you get certain rewards, which are cosmetic items tied to Ghostbusters. Right, which is the same thing in Call of Duty. He could actively level up and get everything, you know, earning in the game. But what he does is on day one of you know just use Rocket League. Day one of Rocket Pass, he goes in and buys the most expensive Rocket Pass and levels himself up to get all the content right there instead of having to earn it. So he, like, arguably, he's putting the money into the game where he doesn't have to. He could just say, I'll pay my $10 for the the Battle Pass, and then over the next three months, I'll earn everything. But no, he goes, here's $200. I'm buying it right off the start. Yeah, but again, like, using the Haunted Hallows as an example... That only lasts for so long. I think it's like a week and a half, around a week and a half. So if you're doing these small mini events, you can't expect people to keep coming back to your stream if you're not like playing. Like you can't play the game every day on that. So with him buying the battle pass, or with somebody playing Rocket League with the battle pass, you're ensuring content that people get to see for the next three months, the next month. Whereas the mini event, Haunted Hallows. Yes, you're getting some items from that, but that's not enough to sustain your channel or bring new people in, which is where buying the most expensive Battle Pass for Call of Duty comes in, because then he can um, get content for a full month and say, hey, I got this, hey, I got this, and here are all these new items, and here's my experience moving up the ladder in the past. Yeah, well, he, he's he's essentially unlocking level 75 of the Rocket Pass day one. That's essentially what he's doing. Hey. Which is nuts. Hey. Right, but... That's how he supports himself. And, I mean, clearly he has the money if he's making a million dollars a month to do it. But, hey, that being said about all of that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dad, I did, I did cut you off earlier. I apologize. <laughs> no, that's all good. No, but, yeah, but for real, that being said about all of that, uh, earlier what Alice said was he kind of have to 
put into it, buy into it because of that it helped broaden his audience that he's continuing to grow for the most part. So it's also with the argument of what we don't really know what goes on with these behind the scenes with the contracts of these free to play games because yeah, they make their money off uh, microtransactions, but at the same time they gotta be getting money off a certain amount of uh, signups as well or, you know accounts as well that we don't know about. So that got to count too for them bringing more players over with their free to play game, which which is what they want people to do anyway. From the get go, it's the whole point of getting how many players, as many players as we can, to play this game, and they're doing it. Listen, I I don't disagree with you, Donnie. What my but I, like I say, I, I don't want I don't I don't want to keep beating a dead horse here, but. It, it, it goes to the argument is should these people be paying paying a license to make money off of free content or not even free content, just video game content? Because there are people that own that property. The Activision owns Call of Duty. Epic owns Fortnite. Should these streamers that are making money off of uh, copyrighted material... Should be should they be paying a license to make money off of that? And there is an argument saying I'm making money off of other people's work. I should have to compensate them somehow. There's something to that argument. But they're making money off the work anyway because we got to buy the game. I'm talking for the ones who do pay into it. I, I don't I, I got what you were saying. Yeah, so we make it that's is it hold on, did I just miss something? Isn't that how capitalism work? You make money off other people's work? <laughs> I'm not gonna go down that path. <laughs> but All I'm right, just me... saying though, isn't that the whole I mean now that brings another point to the whole matter. Like that's capitalism of free to play game developer. Alex, you want to take this because I'm not going down that path. Uh, maybe I'm mis uh, missing screwed about what uh, America uh, does. My bad. All right. All right. We're, we're moving on. Let's go <laughs> yeah. to the show. I if could you're be missing support us more. You can always stop by our Patreon page. <laughs> that address is www.patreon.com backslash proven gamer. No matter what tier you decide to support us at, know that it greatly helps pay the bills and is the only way to get our newest podcast, Tricky Thoughts, where Tricky sits down and discusses current events, social issues, and much more. Be sure to follow us on all of our socials. Just look for Proving Gamer on Twitter and Facebook. Be sure to also join the Trophy Horse Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash TWpodcast. You could ask us a bunch of questions and comment on whatever you want just about this show. You can also send us an email at trophyhorse at provengamer.com or call us at 330-PROVEN-9. That's 330-776-8369. You can watch our videos on YouTube by doing a search for Official Proven Gamer. You can also catch us streaming at twitch.tv slash provengamer. And you can catch Tricky streaming for Extra Life every Sunday night from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash extra life for kids. That's extra life, the number four, kids. Remember, it's the number four, 
not the word. All right, just a reminder, I'm not streaming for Extra Life anymore, uh, but there was going to be, there will be an update soon on uh, me streaming for Extra Life again. All right, I let's go. I never on. get over this, what y'all are doing. Y'all done went PC corporate on me. Wow. <laughs> let's close out the show with some shout outs. Alice, we'll start with you, sir. Give a shout out to the listeners, the fans, the fuel to the fire that is trophy horrors. Thank you guys, as every week. Thank you all for supporting the show and for continuing to uh, donate a part of your time to us, a part of your week. Uh, we greatly appreciate your time because it it's extremely valuable. Um, and this show is nothing without you, uh, you guys. So thank you for being the driving force behind the show. Uh, give a shout out to Tricky for recording tonight, and a shout out to Tricky for bringing on our terrific guest, uh, who deserves you know many shout outs. Donnie, thank you for coming on again and recording, sir. Uh, always a pleasure. And last but not least, I give a shout out to my lovely girlfriend, Ashley, who made a delicious chicken soup today. It's it's that time of the year, kids. It's chicken soup time. It's broth time. So go to your local grocer and uh, stock up. Donnie, your shout out, sir. Want to give a shout out to the listeners as well. Thank you. You guys rock. Just like always rolling. Hard rocking. <laughs> Oh God! I was wondering. If he was gonna, I was actually thinking. It's like, man, wouldn't it, would it be awesome if he gave out uh, gave a shout out to Awesome J awesome or Always Rolling? You know what? I I got some news for you. Awesome J is no longer Awesome J ninety five. Oh, what He's, happened? He changed his name. He's now the Professor Penguin. Oh, Professor Penguin. I don't have no idea where that came from, but it can't be awesome as Awesome J because it has the word awesome in it. Well, he he also informed me that he doesn't listen to our show anymore. Oh well, that still makes you awesome. <laughs> yeah, that makes you smart and awesome. So wait, hold on. How did you find this out? Are you friends with? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm friends. The, with, the newly minted. I'm, I can't remember the name. Penguin. The penguin name. Professor Penguin. Are you friends on on like uh, social media or is it PlayStation Network? No, we're, we're well. I'm friends with him on the PlayStation Network, but I I saw him on Facebook. And I saw him streaming, and I went to his page, and I, wa- I was watching him stream, and he goes, uh, it says Professor Penguin. I was like, what happened to Awesome Jay? He goes, I grew up. He grew up. So, so once once Professor Penguin decided to grow up, he dumped Trophy Horse. Good decision. <laughs> well, he, he, said, he did say he's listened to a lot of political shows, and he's listened to a lot of PC, because he doesn't really play PlayStation anymore. <laughs> So but, why the heck you went listening to whatever? Man, he talk? didn't just leave us in the dust. He left PlayStation to the dust. Well, well. And, and not to boost Donnie's ego, but he also did say he stopped listening shortly after Donnie left. Oh, I already told you that was gonna happen. Uh, <laughs> well, that's why Donnie always gave the shoutouts. <laughs> All right, you have any well, more shoutouts, Donnie? <laughs> yes, awesome, Jay. You need to go check out whatever talk, man. I'm telling you, political what you want, it may have some in there for you. <laughs> And I want to send out to Trophy Horrors, man. Thanks for having me on here. It was awesome coming back on here, talking about some video game stuff. Now it's time to get this this uh, freaking Last of Us. Hopefully the last of the game of this coming out in the future show talked on, talked about. Set it up, Tricky. Come on. No, wait, wait, Donnie. You don't want any more Last of Us games? Uh... You didn't even want this one. Man. You don't remember him after the first one saying they don't need to make a sequel. They need to stop it right now. They don't don't make a sequel. Let's just say I'm gonna close this uh, this 
I ain't gonna say no more about this about uh, until we had that spoiler show that again the babble has spoken in one again about what was Ellie gonna do when she found out and all that stuff when she got older so again the babble one again all right. Uh, I did ask Facebook questions, but um, I only got one, and it was asking uh, where Alex and Yield were. But just an <laughs> honor because we missed a show. So now I'm going to play the soundbite with no questions. Time to check my social media. Yeah. That was just for Alex because he likes Lion King. Who doesn't like the Lion King? I don't like this freaking... Uh, reanimated version of it. That's just I want to give a shout out. You to... mean the unanimated version of it? You said unanimated. <laughs> you said reanimated. It is reanimated. They didn't you even mean use live freaking action? live real animals for that freaking movie. What the heck, Alice? You are you? I, did, are you I a... didn't watch that. I didn't watch that movie. Alice, are you a blind follower? <laughs> what the heck? You actually thought they used real animals for that joke? No, it's but it's CGI. It's not like animated like Aladdin, like the Aladdin animated movie or the Lion King animated movie. But it's CGI, so it's computer generated. Oh, I mean, I guess that's still animation. That style of animation. Oh, you have to use. Okay, basically, I'm using animation in the form of a non-real person moving on screen. <laughs> you just have to animate it. Give a shout out to the goddess. Uh, special shout out to Sweet Mama D because. By the time you guys, you hear, you're hearing the show on Wednesday, the following day, she's turning 12 years old. So, uh, if you what? guys could, uh, yeah, my baby's getting old, man. I want to cry. Which means dad's getting even older. Donnie, remember <laughs> when we started this show? She was two. Yep, I was just telling the kid earlier, after she made a comment, saying, uh, what did you say? That we watched Tricky, uh... Oh. <laughs> I don't know what she said, but I feel like I have to edit it out of the show now. We knew, we knew Tricky when, she, when he was still with his baby mom. Yep, I gotta delete this now. Oh, my lord. Shout out to the list. Then I was like, I was like, yo, we even watch his his kid grow. Oh <laughs> uh, wow! Shout out to the listeners. Thank you very much. Uh, I will not be here next week um, because uh, the go- the boys are going to be recording, but uh, I'm going to be on the back end of doing the 24 hour stream for Extra Life, and I severely doubt that I'm going to be awake enough to do the show or do the show notes or anything like that. So it's going to be the Alex and Yield show next week. Uh, Wait, does that mean I have to host? That means you have to host. That means you have to edit. That nah, means nobody to... wants to listen to that. Y'all that need means me again. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I do it. Did I just invite <laughs> himself on the show? I guess it's going to be Alex Yield and Donnie next week. Please. Oh, so yeah. if there's nothing else, until next week, happy trophy hunting. Peace out. Later.
The theme song is Venus by the band Even off their album Zenith. Permission granted by the band and 12 Stone Records. You can find them on Facebook by going to www.facebook.com slash evenphilippines. 